Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Are you interested in angels, demons, spirits, ghosts, and monsters? Are you curious about their origins, tales, and influence upon history and on the present day? If so, sit back, relax, and welcome to Southern Demonology, the podcast that explores all of this and more. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Southern Demonology. And as always, I'm JJ. So, we've been talking about some heavy topics as of late. So, I wanted to slow it down a little bit for this episode. And kind of have a few different areas to discuss. But, the first one is one of my favorites to talk about. And it is... What makes an effective horror something? It could be a movie, could be a novel, could be a horror short. And the best way that I can think of putting it is that effective horror is one that alters your perception. Unless we're dealing with what I would classify thriller horror, you know, one in which involves things that could happen in everyday life, you know, the mundane, whether it deals with, you know, a killer breaking into your house or being assaulted or something along those lines. That is stuff that we've seen on the news time and time again. But if we're dealing with supernatural horror, in order for that to get under your skin, it has to be able to latch onto you. It really does need to alter your perception or shock you out of your normal worldview. Because for it to get to you, in order for you to be scared, it needs you to believe. That doesn't have to be wholeheartedly. Now, if you are a horror movie or novel or just genre novice, then it's quite easy to do that. 
all all it needs is to show a little bit of gore, maybe the cheapest tactic in the world, a jump scare, and it can get to you. But if you've been a veteran of horror movies, then it's really hard to get scared. You know, jump scares can get to anybody, but they are momentary and even cause resentment. So they're not really an effective vehicle. However, if a movie can convince you that A, it could happen, or B, layer on top of your normal worldview, a slightly alternate one. That is an avenue in which it can get you to believe that, yes, this can truly happen. Now, the first horror movie that I ever saw is probably one of the worst that's ever been made and I actually haven't heard word of it since seeing it when I was in gosh fifth grade sixth grade something like that um, it was called monster in the closet I may have actually have talking to, uh, spoken about it before I don't really remember but it was awful uh, I mean it was more of a comedy parody than anything else but as a kid, if you see a giant monster popping out of a closet, it's going to it's going to get to you just a little bit, and this one certainly did. But since then, and I've clocked in, you know, hundreds if not thousands of hours watching, uh, you know, horror videos, movies, whatever it may be, that easiness has been ripped away. And I can honestly say that I probably have only been scared a handful of times. One of them being the very beginning of the Dawn of the Dead remake. And it, the whole movie in, in itself is pretty atrocious except for the visuals. The visuals are really well done. But it was the scene where everything initially goes to hell. Where you have a quiet suburb that within the span of a minute, two minutes, dissolves into absolute chaos. That got to me more than anything that I had ever seen up to that point. Honestly, it was under my skin so much that for weeks after, I would open the door and peek out just to make sure that there were no zombies running around trying to bum rush me um, as I was obliviously walking to my car. And you always wish that you could get that feeling back. 
that you know it would be really easy to to fall back into that mindset where it was so easy to accept that yes this very well might happen and unfortunately if you're used to it it's not quite that easy but it is what it is unfortunately but so few movies actually even attempt to do that you know the exorcist um the version that you've never seen is another one now the original exorcist i've seen it didn't phase me thought it was a really well done movie um made slightly freakier by i actually used to live not four blocks away from the famous exorcist stairs in dc and would actually go visit it every once in a while just to say yep i've been there that's pretty cool but it was the revised version that came out and it's literally called the version you've never seen where they put in a whole bunch of um of extra footage that had been chopped out of the original and they actually like show flashes of the demon's face uh throughout certain scenes of that movie for some reason that amped up the believability and it actually got me frightened the first time that i watched it because it was something about the demon's visage and yes it was just a person in makeup you can obviously tell but the way it was so starkly done solid black uh, backdrop with just this thing's face revealed for a split second Something about that was so effective that, you know, it, it was quite difficult to fall asleep that one night. And outside of those two occasions, I can't really think of another movie that has been really effective. Actually, I'll give you one piece of trivia. The demon uh, that is depicted in that movie, at least the, the statue at the very beginning... It isn't really a demon. That demon, that statue is actually one of Pazuzu. Uh, and Pazuzu, although he looks hideous, is not actually a scary demon at all. It was a god. So, anyway. Uh, enough uh, random sidebar trivia stuff on that one. Um, and... I think that's why I've started gravitating more to the horror TV series and to the horror shorts that you find on any, you know, video platform like YouTube, etc. Because they take very interesting approaches to things. On the TV side, you're able to build... A world a world view they have time to flesh out all of the details and the more that you find yourself falling into those details that is one way for it to actually attempt to create a worldview that you are participating in even if it's for a second and the moment that you are a participant there that is when it can try to truly influence you and be 
a horror film. And one thing that one show that actually did this extremely well that I highly recommend uh, if you have Netflix, go watch Juon Origins. It was just released, uh, I think, last Friday. Oh my god. So, the original Juon, which in English roughly translates to uh, The Grudge, um, features a house that is highly disturbed. Uh, It least has three spirits in it, the most famous of which is the mother, Kayako, and her son, Toshiki. And anyone who visits this house carries this curse along with them. And they either die immediately in the house or, God forbid, if you actually live there uh, or it follows you. The movie, if you haven't seen it, is actually one of the best Japanese horror movies that there are. Um, Now, unfortunately, it, along with another famous movie, The Ring... Um, have spawned absolutely atrocious sequels. Uh, they even there even was a parody, well not a parody, but uh, a sequel that showed both um, Sadako from The Ring versus Kayako from The Grudge. And there is actually another Sadako versus Kayako, but that Kayako is complete. It was one of the two. I forget which one. Uh, but it was a completely different spirit. So it it just tried to capitalize on the name, even though it had nothing to do with those two original franchises. Um, however, they were all horrendous. And there was a... So the original Grudge was, you know, made into a, a U.S. adaptation. And it was pretty... Horrible. I mean, it was just a, a blatant crash, uh, cash grab. Um, and then there was a um, another like prequel that came out last year, I think it was, or, or maybe it was the beginning of this year. And it too was supremely holdrum. And when I got the notification that hey. You know, Juon Origins is coming out on Netflix. I thought it was that prequel movie that had come out in the U.S. So I'm like, yeah, I've been kind of interested in seeing it. So why not? And lo and behold, it is not the prequel. It is an actual TV series, six episodes, 30 minutes each, that delves and creates this worldview. It actually... Oh, it's so, so well done. I, I, I cannot recommend this one highly enough. And not only does it try to establish a worldview, but it also intermixes just shocking gore. It, not excessive, but it, it does it at such strategic spots that it, it, the whole thing is just completely masterful. Highly recommend it. Please go check it out. Um, And the other thing I was listing were horror shorts. And these short videos, they have to come to a point extremely quickly. In fact, the vast majority of them, or at least I would say, you know, a majority of them, doesn't even have spoken dialogue. They are simply there to... 
drive home a point. And that's usually, you know, an interesting idea or a gimmick or something else. But, and that's all that they have to go on. But the videos are only, you know, a handful of minutes up to maybe 20 or 30 minutes. So it's not like they have, you know, a whole lot of time to to stretch that gimmick out. It's They're only as long as they need to be, at least the good ones. Um, sometimes they don't even depend upon language to get their point across. But there are such a good variety of them. Um, whether they be, you know, horror comedy or just pure jump scares or something else. There are some phenomenal varieties out there. Uh, actually, I just posted up on the uh, Facebook group, um, not group, on the Facebook page for Southern Demonology tonight, a link of... I think it's currently at 142 videos of ones that I found to be, you know, pretty effective or ones that I found to be extremely interesting. And if nothing else, hey, in this pandemic, it's always good to kill time. The next thing I wanted to talk about is actually an introduction to a new series that uh, I'm going to be uh, starting on this podcast. And it's a community member highlight the best part about being able to do this show is meeting all of the wonderful people that you know interact on facebook send contact messages through our website whatever it may be um, and even now on our discord channel uh, being able to you know have some more in-depth conversations with each other it, it has truly been a blessing. So for all of y'all who have, you know, contacted me, who, you know, we've exchanged emails and had conversations on the phone, whatever it may be, thank you all. It, it's been truly an honor to, to be able to talk to so and meet so many different people. But um, uh, Josh, uh, or as he is known on um on Discord, his username is Liston. Uh, he reached out to me and we began talking and it's... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com been a you know not only have i gotten to meet someone new but uh, what I would consider to be a, a wonderful new friend. And I, I can't thank him enough for that. But anyway, I wanted to ping him 
to be the first member of a of our new community highlight section because uh, he really has done a lot uh, in helping out the discord and not only did i want to thank him publicly but also give him a chance to talk about himself a little bit so uh the rest of this is going to be a a brief interview i did want to clarify one other thing before we get got into that um last time um we i did do an interview uh with jennifer uh, abald about the ethiopian jewish diaspora and i had said that it was my you know first interview and so yes it is my it was my first time giving an interview uh for this podcast uh but in you know terms of full disclosure um i've been doing interviews for the past 10 years um it's just never been about these topics or anything even remotely about that um i've been a you know doing um i have served as a hiring uh manager um for it for about a decade now Uh, i've you know kind of specialized in building developer teams up uh, starting entire programs off from the ground, etc. In addition to you know being a, a solutions architect and a, a lead developer and all that kind of good stuff. Now, so I have conducted you know probably a thousand developer interviews, but you know those are usually highly controlled uh, situations in which I know all the questions, I know all the topics. Uh, and here, you know, this has not been the case. I've been able to come up with questions, but yet, you know, I'm relying upon others to share their experiences or their detailed knowledge about a particular topic. So in that regard, I am an absolute novice. So please forgive my lack of interview, real life interviewing skills, I guess you could say. Uh, but anyway, uh, please listen in to the rest of this conversation. Uh, Josh's internet connection is not the strongest, so uh, you may hear some echo or, or, or reverberations every once in a while. Um, however, he's a fascinating guy, um, and if you would like to talk to him or to me or to anyone else or you know, join in some of these detailed conversations that we're getting to have, uh, then I welcome you to join our Discord or send me a message, do whatever else you like. Um, it would be great to be able to meet you. So anyway, sit back, relax, and listen to the rest of this Community Spotlight interview with Josh. Thank you very much. Excellent. So why don't you introduce yourself quickly? Uh, uh, my name is Josh. I come from Redland, Oklahoma. There may be two, three hundred people who live around here. It's pretty nice and quiet. Enjoy the country life. Very nice. Uh, how did you get interested in the topics that we discuss in the podcast? Well, everybody hears ghost stories and stuff when they're kids, you know, about monsters, demons, stuff going to come get you in the night. You know, I was just I always loved hearing those stories. And then what really sparked my interest in the paranormal and everything similar is when I seen Ghostbusters. It just hit me like oh man ghosts demons everything that's like the coolest thing ever and then as, as i grew older I, it just stuck with me 
you know, got into playing video games and stuff. Uh, Diablo being probably my all-time favorite game. Just kept feeding fuel to the fire. You know, I'm a big fan of Dan Aykroyd, too. He's a big believer in the occult and paranormal. Um, studied it a lot when I was in high school. I guess that's what typical teenagers do. At least around here, hillbilly country. Um, internet in the 90s is a lot different than it is today. But, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I read a lot about Wicca and Druidism and everything related. I uh, watched a lot of biblical documentaries. Just, I just can't get enough. That's awesome. Yeah, in fact, you're the one who sent me a link saying that Dan Aykroyd has a new horror series or something like that on Travel Channel? Yeah, it's supposed to be about paranormal. I'm, I'm not 100% sure what all it entails because they haven't released a lot of information about it. Yeah, we're going to have to check that one out. That sounded awesome. Have you ever experienced anything supernatural or preternatural yourself? Uh, well, I have a couple short stories. One of them, I was in high school doing a book report, and our teacher, she's our English teacher, making us do these reports. Me and her did not get along. Um, she was of the holiness religion, and me mm -hmm. being a smart aleck, I was like, mm, I'm going to do my report over Satanism. Just the spider. <laughs> so, yeah, I was one of those kids. Um, so I'm sitting there looking up stuff about Satanism and Anton LaVey and had my mind blown that his Bible is on the cover of an Eagles album. That that tripped me out. But my brother's sitting right beside me playing video games on his computer. And then our clock had like a metal bar clock on the wall. It mm -hmm. just starts swinging back and forth, back and forth, scraping the wall. Um, this is about 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. We even woke my grandparents up from their room, and they come to see what was going on. You know, told them, like, looking at this satanic website, clock started moving, and they said, well, I think you need to turn it off. So, Holy crap. Yeah. Never looked at that again, ever. Now, I can't explain it. Don't know what it is. I'm not a huge believer that the devil or demon or something shook that clock, but something did. We don't really have earthquakes all that much around here. Um, the other kind of supernatural story, me and my buddy, his name is Kyle. Uh, we were watching paranormal shows, watching, you know, talk to the ghost with the EMF recorders and stuff like that. Well, we're teenagers and we're dumb, so we just grab any voice recorder we can. We drive to the local cemetery, and we're just walking around and asking questions and stuff. We start hearing something walking around, so kind of startled us. We think it could be a bobcat or something. Definitely don't want to get caught around one of those. But jump on our four-wheelers, head back to our house, and we played the tape back. And there was a distinct voice on there that said, get out. Really? Yeah. It was, it was gurgly and whispery. But Holy we didn't hear it while we were there. That is some interesting EVP stuff right there. Yeah, and it was just a plain old... I mean, you could hear us goofing off and everything here, stomping around. 
start the four wheelers. And when we played it back, we heard that. And it's like, man, that's crazy. Yeah, that would have sent chills down my spine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that's it. That's really my only two. Besides being a young kid, seeing the shadow people. But I don't know. That could be in my imagination, too. So. Shadow people? Yeah, they just... Usually, whenever I would go to bed, it just looked like there were shadows walking around in my room. Huh. Never thought much about them. You know, so every once in a while, I'm contacted about strange stuff, and those have been popping up in my email boxes more and more and more. It's, uh, yeah, it's a little frightening. Is there so, like an explanation on those? No, nah, no, I have no bloody idea. Um, it's something I'm going to start looking into. But yeah, I have. Besides some of the stuff that, like cursory things that I've read, I I have no explanation whatsoever. Um. So, would you care to explain how we met? Uh, well, I just started looking for a demonology podcast. I've never been a big podcast listener. Um picked up a couple of retro video game podcasts and I was like, man, I could listen to stuff about, you know, biblical history, demonology, paranormal. And I typed in demonology and this was the first thing that came up. So started listening, got real interested. Seeing you had a Facebook and you know website, contacted you through there and you were really cool and responded. So then it just seems like our friendship has just grown since then. Heck yeah, it has. I got to tell you, um, the reason I wanted you to be the first member um, in the spotlight is, you know, you contacted me and said, hey, you know, happy to do however, you know, whatever I can to help. And that just touched me, like, just right then and there, because you don't normally get those, you know, offers of assistance. And, you know, since then, you joined the Discord group. You've been probably the most active member that we have by and far, always trying to, you know, see how people are doing, and you've offered tons of great suggestions, and I just wanted to say thank you for everything, for the friendship, for everything that you've done for, you know, the show, and for me, and everything else. I just thoroughly appreciate it. Man, it's been a pleasure the whole way. I'm just glad you're still doing the show. Heck yeah, and I got a great friend out of the deal, so I'm tickled to death. <laughs> Everybody wins. You got that one right. Um, so how have you been uh, coping and getting through the pandemic? Well, I work retail, um, so business as usual for me, for the most part, except we have to wear masks, and I usually wear one 10 to 11 hours a day. Um, it did make my job a little easier at first because my hours got changed. To where I went in between like nine and work till eight, which was really, really nice. But now that that's over uh, and we're staying open later because in Oklahoma, we're opening back up, even though the virus is still spreading. So that's pretty concerning. Um, but nobody related to me has caught, caught the COVID-19 yet, which I'm very thankful for. Uh, I got a few friends that have it. Hold on. I think we lost you just for a minute. Last thing we uh, I heard was Oklahoma. 
Mm. Oh, in Oklahoma, we're opening everything back up. Gotcha. So, so businesses are staying open later. More of them are open. Like all our salons and stuff are open. Uh, my store specifically went from staying open until eight o'clock to staying open until ten now. So. Oh wow! Just, everything, everything here except for certain grocery stores shut down strictly at eight o'clock. So. Yeah, they they didn't even shut the lakes down at all here. Uh, I, was, I was working. We just had people coming, driving up from the lake. The lake's about probably a 45 minute drive from where I work, but they were driving up there to get supplies and stuff throughout well, the whole thing. I just hope that you're staying safe. I know you're an incredibly intelligent person, so I have no doubt about that. But still, I wish you all the best in that, my friend. Yeah, I think we'll be okay. Uh, we don't really go anywhere. I don't. Kicked it out going anywhere anyway. Yeah, I hear you on that one. I've been embedded in my basement for longer than I can recall. So, <laughs> um, are there any episode topics that you'd like to hear discussed in the upcoming show? Uh, yeah, a couple actually. Um, maybe, uh, some talk like name demons specifically, you know, like Asmodeus or. Abaddon or Belial, just going over any other name demons specifically, or uh, maybe about the seven devils or the seven sins. That'd be a pretty good one too. Oh, that's a great. Those are great ideas. I would def. I've been definitely wanting to do that. We've touched on some of the name demons, especially like Belial in our Discord. Um, so, but yeah, I, I I would definitely do that. Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. All right. Anything else that you wanted to talk about before we go? Uh, no. Just uh, I hope you know you keep doing the shows and everything keeps going successful. Man, I love listening to them, and I appreciate the opportunity to be on here. Well, I, I'm I usually not just chatty. I'm actually just. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just nervous. Oh, no worries. Um, <laughs> I'm a little nervous as well, so it ain't a big deal. <laughs> All right, my so, friend. Thank you for agreeing to do this. This was fantastic, and it's been great getting to know you and looking forward to continuing to get to know you in the future. So, <laughs> Yeah, I just get funnier over time. <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> At least that's what I tell myself. I don't know if it's actually <laughs> Well, it's been a pleasure. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview. I had a lot of fun getting to speak with him. Uh, it's not my first time, but, you know. Uh, anyway, um, we I do have um, uh, one or two more of these into the pipeline. Uh, with everyone's schedules being so chaotic uh, due to the pandemic, I'm not quite sure when I will get those up and going. Uh, but I, uh, so this won't be every single time, of course. But um, you know, I, I think it's always good to hear from others. You, you're not just hearing my strange ideas all the time but rather you're getting to hear from you know everyone else and get a variety of different voices and perspectives into the matter which you know means 
everything in the world. Uh, the, the more that we know, the more that we experience, then the better off we are as people. So, and again, thank y'all very much for joining us. I really appreciate the continued support. As always, uh, reach out to me on Facebook uh, with the URL of facebook.com slash Southern Demonology. You can also reach us on our website, which is southerndemonology.com. We have contact buttons on both places, so uh, feel free to reach out. And most importantly, um, feel free to join our Discord channel. Uh, We're a small community, but we're growing. Uh, We have some really interesting uh, conversations there. And especially if you have questions or something that, you know, doesn't quite fit so well into an email, then it's a great avenue to be able to, you know, share one-on-one or as a group. So thank you all. I hope you're doing well uh, in this pandemic, staying safe. And until next time. Have a good night. This has been Southern Demonology. Please feel free to contact us at southerndemonology at gmail.com. We hope that you join us again for our next episode. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.